You are listening to episode number 60 of Wife, Teacher, Mommy, the podcast, how to calm the teacher Sunday scaries. We have heard you that this is such a common feeling that every Sunday night when it rolls around, your weekend is almost over and it's about to be the work week. You feel these Sunday scaries. And as I was researching, we found lots of teachers asking Google the following questions. What are teacher Sunday scaries? How do I get rid of the Sunday scaries as a teacher? And how do you calm the teacher Sunday scaries? So I will be answering all three of these questions today. So be sure to listen all the way through this one as some of the tips I share might not be what you were expecting. So let's go. you're here listening to Wife, Teacher, Mommy, the podcast today. I'm your host, Kelsey Sorensen, a former elementary teacher turned homeschool mom. Whether you are a teacher or a homeschool parent, my goal at Wife, Teacher, Mommy is to provide you with both teaching ideas and mindset tools to help you live your absolute best teacher life. Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. Now let's go. Well, hello, welcome to the podcast today to this super important episode about Sunday scaries. I feel like this is a really important topic. It's one of those phrases that when you hear it, I feel like you could almost just start feeling that in your body, the dread and the anxiety of what many of us, I feel like every person has felt if they've ever worked a job, what it's time for your weekend to end. And that time is coming up for you to go back to work. So We're going to be talking all about this today, and I'm excited to tell you first that I am coming at this episode today as Certified Coach Kelsey. I'm really excited. As many of you know, I've started working on my certification with the Life Coach School last year. I signed up in November, and it is now the beginning of February, and I have finished my final coaching calls, and I am certified, so I'm really excited about that. And also just proud of myself that I finished the program so quickly. And I'm not saying this to brag. Again, I'm trying to show you kind of as an example of how we can all be proud of ourselves and look at how far we've come. Remember, I've talked about on the podcast a lot, this concept called the gap and the gain and taking that time to look at our successes and our wins so that we can not just be like, okay, what's the next thing? Like I could easily be like, oh, but now educate and rejuvenate like this event we're planning and just try to forget the fact that I just, you know, completed this certification. So I want to take a moment to celebrate that with you because you matter to me and I want you to celebrate your successes just like this. Okay. So take this as an example. So in case you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, I got my certification through the life coach school, which is owned by Brooke Castillo. And I've shared a lot about how life coaching has totally changed my life. If you listen to my episode on the podcast, it's the one called why my panic attack was the best thing that ever happened to me. I tell the story of how I discovered life coaching at the beginning of 2020 before the pandemic. And I'm so glad that I did because it really helped me get through it. 
and how I worked with a life coach for over a year and a half and continued to work with life coaches ever since and how it's just changed my life. How last year in March, I added life coaching to the club because I saw teachers with burnout. They really needed this help and support in a more holistic way. Like since 2014, we've been helping teachers with their resources, with sub plans and is how we started. And then adding all kinds of other things, you know, then with the pandemic starting to help parents as well. And resources are great. You all need those, but we also need a more holistic version of support too. Like, oh, like, yeah, I can have a resource, but then I'm going to just move on to the next problem, right? So we're here to kind of help you get to the root of everything, get to that causal coaching is what this is. We look at what is actually happening. And that's what I'm going to do today with Sunday Scaries. We're not going to just like gloss over like, oh, here's some things you can do that can kind of help it. I'm going to talk a little bit about that at the end, but we are getting to the root of the Sunday Scaries today. We are going to dive into to why it is happening to begin with. That's why it's kind of relevant to what I was mentioning. So I'm excited to come at you with this today, now with this new training that I've been fully immersing myself in for the last few months. And I really did go through this program quite quickly. Most people, like my success coach was, I'm her first one who's finished it this quickly. She's like, I can't believe you did this. And I'm, again, I'm not saying that to brag. The only reason is because this work has been on my heart for so long. I am so passionate about it. And I'm really excited to share it with you. And then I'll soon be doing group calls with my teacher mommy club. I'm also wanted to let you know quick, and I just promise we're going to dive into the content. I do plan on offering some one-on-one coaching packages soon. Those will be hitting the website and they're going to be the best deal that I will ever offer. And I don't know, I'm not always going to even offer one-on-one coaching most likely because, you know, we do have this membership already. Just there's a lot going on, but I want to do this because I want to work closely with some of you. So those will be ready soon, if not already, but I'm assuming they still might not be quite up on the site by the time this episode goes live, but you can check the show notes, but you'll be able to book a consult with me and see if it's the right fit. The first packages will be the lowest price they'll ever be. And they'll also include some credit to Wife Teacher Mommy Club too. So you'll get that one-on-one support, but you'll also get to join the group calls, get access to the resources. So it's kind of like a one-up of Wife Teacher Mommy Club that we've never offered before. I'm super excited. If you're already a member, that credit will just be applied to your current membership. So all good there. I only plan to take on a few clients at a time as I still spend most of my time just running the company, recording these podcasts, leading my team, doing calls in the group, and also still my roles as wife, mom, homeschool mom, <laughs> which I'm still doing, and self-care, which as I mentioned is so important. So spots will be limited, especially for if you're a teacher and you want or, or wanting a later afternoon or evening time, those will be even fewer. So please reach out and let me know. And I'll personally let you know as soon as I have those ready so you can know first before I even send out an email or anything. So if you are interested, send me a DM on Instagram or send an email to hello at wifeteachermommy.com. I will make sure that you are the first to know. And even if you're listening to this episode later, if you're like, I'm listening to this like a year later, check the link in the show notes because, or just go to wifeteachermommy.com and I'm sure you'll be able to find where it is you can get coaching with me, whether it's one-on-one or whether it's in the group or whatnot, be sure to check that out. But today, like I mentioned, I want to bring all these strategies I've learned with my coaching and all the knowledge I've learned for you today on the podcast about Sunday Scaries. We're getting to the root of it and diving in. Okay, so like I mentioned in the teaser, I looked at Google to figure out what it is that teachers are struggling with the most because we want to find out what are teachers typing in the most. That is what they're struggling with. That is what we need to know. So the most popular questions were, what are teacher Sunday Scaries? How do I get rid of the Sunday Scaries as a teacher? And how do you calm the Sunday scaries? So we're going to dive into each of those. And I also have some of my own thoughts and guidance on each of those questions as well. So first, 
let's look at what are the Sunday scaries. So I'm going to read this definition for you. It came from Headspace, which is an awesome mindfulness company. They have an app where you can do meditations and stuff. I've used it myself, actually. I love it. Their definition of Sunday scaries is the Sunday scaries or Sunday blues, as they're sometimes called, are feelings of anxiety or dread that happen the day before heading back to work. According to a LinkedIn survey, 80% of professionals say they experience the Sunday scaries with over 90% of millennials and Gen Z reporting that they feel it. Super interesting that our younger teachers are feeling it even more. And with this, you might be feeling worried about all the work you have to do. Did you wrap up your week well enough? Are you thinking you're behind? It's the end of the time where you get to feel like you're enjoying yourself. Like that's all you're needing to worry about, but now you're needing to go back. Now, as my mentor, Brooke Castillo says, everything falls into one of these five categories. Now we call this the model. It is the self-coaching model. I'm going to go over it very briefly. I've mentioned it on other podcasts as well. And I'm hoping to do like a free training on this soon too. But let's take a look at each one and see where we can identify where the Sunday Scaries fits. So first is circumstances. So these are situations that are 100% neutral. Like you could prove this in a court of law. So an example of this would be like, I am wearing brown shoes. Like if you walked into the room right now and you saw me, I mean, obviously you're listening to a podcast, but you would see my shoes are brown. Now, the next important part of the model is our thoughts. So this is what we think about that neutral circumstance. So for example, with my shoes, you might be like, oh, those are cute shoes. Or you might think those are ugly shoes. And people might think different things about it, right? Our feelings are sensations in our body. So it's how we feel when we think that thought about the circumstance. Our actions are what we do when we're feeling those feelings. So when you're feeling, let's say if you're feeling anxious, You might do different things than if you were feeling excited or content or happy about something, right? Actions are driven by how we feel. And the last part of the model is our results. So these are the results of our actions. And they all tie together. Our circumstances are neutral. Our thoughts about the circumstances are what cause our feelings, which drive our actions and create the results in our lives. So where do Sunday Scaries fall in the model? I want you to think about it in your head. Now, I would say that Sunday scaries fall in the F line, the feeling line, because what we're describing when you look at the definition from Headspace, they are feelings of anxiety or dread. So that is a feeling, a sensation in our body. If you were to make a model about the Sunday scaries, here is an example of what it might be. Now, again, it's going to be different for everybody, but I just made this sample model of like, when I think of when I've experienced the Sunday scaries, the circumstance might be tomorrow is Monday. Like you could prove that, right? Like tomorrow is Monday. Your thought might be my time off is almost over. Your feeling would be, you could quote Sunday scaries, but I would go a little bit more specific and see how do the Sunday scaries feel for you? Would that be anxiety or dread? However, you would describe that sensation in your body of the Sunday scaries would go here in the feeling. Okay. So next we're going to look at our actions. So when we're feeling that anxiety or dread, because we think our time is almost over, what do we do? We might ruminate about the week and all the things that are to come. We might make a to-do list. We might scroll on the phone to avoid our negative emotions. We're going to talk a little bit more about that soon. And then we also want to look at actions. We want to look at what we do, but also what we don't do that we might do if we are feeling something else. So what I 
actually would honestly find myself not doing sometimes when I'm feeling this Sunday scary is I don't spend quality time with my family and I don't enjoy whatever company I'm around. Like there are times where I'd be like at a Sunday dinner with like extended family, but yet I'm in that Sunday scariest feeling. And so I'm like scrolling my phone because I'm trying to buffer those feelings away. And in the result, I'm just making it. So I'm ensuring that I'm not enjoying my time off that I have right now. It's like I almost cut off that time off even sooner than before. Super interesting. And I'm not saying that's what it looks like for you. It's different for everybody. But however it looks like for you, it would fit into this model. And, you know, if you're in the club, you could come bring this to coaching and we could go through what your model looks like. Um, Now, this is just one example I made to show you where it fits. You can see that the feeling was caused by the thought that my time is over. And while we're mostly talking about the feeling in the models today, because we're talking about Sunday scaries, it's interesting to see that the actions and results this feeling that were caused, right? This is why I love the model. It's such a great tool for our awareness of what is going on in our lives. So if you want to learn more about the model and coaching, um, you can sign up for my free self-coaching guide for teachers at the link in the episode description and in the show notes. And in this PDF, I'll walk you through the steps of the model, show you more examples and how you can use it to make drastic changes in your life. You can also check out episode 39 of the podcast. It's called the five-step framework that will change the way you think about teaching in life. That is a full free coaching call that our first life coach, Chrissy, she is still an amazing coach here in the club. She's the one who I brought in when I was not a coach yet. And I was like, we just, we got to give our teachers this coaching. She did a free call on Facebook live. And then we aired it on the podcast. You can learn a lot just by listening to coaching. So make sure that you check out that episode, that, and that free guide are free resources that will help you understand this work a lot more. And if you want even more, you can also request an invite to join us in the club where we do group coaching. Like I mentioned, you could bring your own models and get support there. So after the quick break, we're going to be talking about how to get rid of the Sunday scaries as a teacher. And I'm actually going to debate with you a little bit on that. So don't go anywhere. I'm interrupting this episode for just a moment to share an experience from one of our newest incredible members of Wife Teacher Mommy Club. Her name is Ashley, and I just love having her as a member of the club. Here's what she's had to say so far. I joined Wife Teacher Mommy Club because there are just so many resources available to club members, classroom resources, and the personal side with the coaching. That is a huge resource that I did not have prior to joining the club. And it's been really great getting an outside perspective on problems and issues that I might be facing. It really helps me to see them from another perspective. For me, Wife Teacher Mommy Club offers more than just the resources. It has that coaching component and it has the Facebook group and the community component. It also has, you know, that professional development component, the Educate Rejuvenate series, um, and all of those things together, I think, help me in my job as a teacher. It's not just a one-off thing. All of that together really helps make the whole package. I want all of the things and Wife Teacher Mommy gives that to me. To learn more about Wife Teacher Mommy Club, go to wifeteachermommy.com slash club to request an invite for the next time that we open the doors. I hope to see you inside the club soon. Okay, so the next question from Google was, how do I get rid of the Sunday scaries as a teacher? And that means lots of teachers are asking this. But the thing I want to kind of debate, like I mentioned, is whether the first thing we should do is try to get rid of them. It sounds like you're kind of wanting someone to come and do like pest control on your feelings or something like, oh, this is a bad thing. I need to just get rid of it. So what I want to make sure that we're doing is understanding exactly what Sunday scaries are. And remember, we talked about this earlier in the episode. They are a feeling. 
And what does that mean? So that means in the model that it is caused by our thoughts about our circumstances. That is what creates our feelings. So you guessed it. Sunday scaries are caused by our thoughts. And you might debate me on this. You might be like, no, they just happen. But the thing is, whether it's intentional or not, our brain serves us so many thoughts a day and so many of them are completely subconscious, but it's true. The good news is this means that we can take some ownership of this if you want to and if you're willing to and if you're ready to. Some of us don't want to believe this. So we want to stay a bit more in that, like, I don't know. I don't want to, I mean, it sounds kind of negative, but more that victim mindset. Like this is just happening to me and I can't do anything about that. And if that's where you are, that's fine. I still love you. Even if you don't want to believe me, that's totally fine. Like that's where you're at. But why wouldn't you want to accept this? Because if it is under your control, even if it's currently your subconscious brain, that means that if something can change, if you choose to, it just gives you that power that you may not have realized that you had before while your subconscious brain was the one running the show. So this is where we can tap into our conscious brain a bit more and see what we can do. So the way to get rid of it would be to change your thoughts about it, which sounds really simple, but it's, I mean, it's simple, but it's not easy to do by any means. And it isn't even the first thing I would recommend that you do is trying to change it. It's just having awareness that, okay, this is a feeling. This means it's caused by my thoughts, which means it's changeable. Hmm. Interesting. Now where we want to go is why is this happening? What am I thinking? We want to get really curious about it. So the first thing about getting curious is why do you want to get rid of the Sunday scaries? Have you thought about that? You probably haven't because remember Sunday scaries are a feeling of dread or anxiety or worry or whatever it is for you. It is a negative emotion, but in life we really do have 50, 50 positive or negative emotions. So feelings alone, like it's not going to hurt us to feel this feeling, right? If an alien from another planet, you had to describe what Sunday scaries were or this feeling, you'd be describing a sensation in your body. Maybe you feel a tightness in your chest or your pulse starts running a little bit faster, Ask yourself, what if it's okay to feel this way? Maybe this is part of the human experience to feel this way right now. And what if it's actually your body telling you something you need to know, and you could be grateful for that awareness. Like if you tap in and you get curious, why am I thinking and feeling this way? It might be your body telling you, maybe you're not resting enough. Maybe you're not creating enough joy during your week. And that is why you're thinking these thoughts that are making you feel these Sunday scaries. But if you don't get curious about it, if you're like, I just want to get rid of this feeling at all costs, you're not going to know that, right? So that is why I don't recommend that. So normalize this feeling and don't add extra stress on yourself by beating yourself up for having the Sunday scaries. Because some people, like when they learn the model that I just mentioned, like, oh, wait, it's my thoughts causing it. So I'm doing this. And then they use that as a reason to beat themselves up even more. And that is not what we want to do at all all. It is simply an awareness tool. It does not mean we need to beat ourselves up for what we're thinking, feeling, or doing right now, because that does not serve us in any way or help us to get rid of the Sunday scaries. It just helps us give us new thoughts and feelings about blaming ourselves for having them. So that is not helpful. So, but the thing we want to know about getting rid of them is it is simply our thoughts are creating those feelings. But in reality, we want to really dig into why. So that would be the first thing. So digging into the Sunday scaries, um, how to get rid of them is by getting curious about them, questioning why, and getting to the actual root cause of the problem. Okay, so the next question, how to calm the Sunday scaries. Now you might be like, is this the same thing? But I actually wanna say no, because get rid of means you're like completely annihilating it. Like I mentioned, like you're trying to just get rid of it at all costs. You're like calling in the exterminator, being like, get rid of these Sunday scaries, stop, you know? And that's not what we're wanting to do. If we calm it, 
that's kind of more the way I want us to think about it. So we're realizing, okay, it's normal to have these feelings. It is a feeling that is caused by my thoughts. That is interesting. Um, I don't want to keep feeling this way. So let's investigate and kind of figure it out. Now, the way to calm your feelings at first is to feel them. Get really good at feeling your feelings because chances are you think you're feeling your feelings, but you might actually be resisting, reacting, or avoiding that emotion instead of leaning into it and simply allowing it. So when we actually feel our emotions, we're able to process them and move on from them even quicker instead of just ruminating on it and not letting it go. So I'm going to describe what each of these four things are because you're probably like, wait, what, Kelsey, are you even talking about? So I'm going to describe what it means to resist, react, or avoid your emotions versus feeling them. And you might be able to identify times you've probably done all of them as humans. We do that. So likely you're going to realize that you do these other three more than you think, because that is what we love to do. We're really good at resisting our emotions. And most of us are not good at allowing our emotions. So when we resist our emotions, a lot of us think that is when we are feeling them. But it is actually a different thing because when we're resisting our emotions, it's almost like, let's say there's the emotion, like the Sunday scaries. And you have this door. You could either open it and let the feeling in, or you could kind of try to hold the door shut and be like, no, I don't want to feel this. And you're resisting it, which also makes the feeling more powerful, creates more tension and perpetuates the emotion. A lot of us are doing this when we think we're actually feeling them. The next thing we do is react to our emotions. Now, this is probably not one that we do as often with Sunday scaries, but this is like if there's any sort of outward reaction that other people can see like, oh, she's feeling those Sunday scaries. So if you're yelling, crying or screaming, it's basically like a large physical reaction to what we're feeling. We see our students and our children do this a lot, but it's something we do too. It just looks different as adults. Basically, anytime we're acting out on our emotions, we're not truly feeling them. Like if you're feeling your emotions, you could be simply sitting at your desk at school and feel the emotion. No one would know that it's what you're feeling. Um, it doesn't require any particular action. But if we react to our emotions, if like, you know, your spouse is able to be like, oh, she's feeling those Sunday scaries right now, you're likely reacting to it. So this probably isn't the most common one for Sunday scaries in particular, but I could definitely see this happening, especially if you're like frustrated about things in your classroom and you're or like, you know, or at home or with your kids and you're like, let's say your kids are getting angry and you're like more quickly like stirring the bowl as you're making the mac and cheese or whatever and like kind of tensing up, that might be you're reacting to it rather than you're just feeling it. Okay, the next thing that we do is avoiding our emotions. So we might eat something. We might be like, oh, this feels so bad. I'm going to go get some chocolate. We might be like, oh, I'm feeling the Sunday scaries. I need to go get my Coke Zero or my wine or whatever. I'm going to overwork. I'm going to just like dive right in and do the things I need to or like scroll on your phone to like avoid the emotion. I do that one a lot. Okay. <laughs> so anything we can do to avoid feeling our emotions. And I'll admit I catch myself doing this. It's usually with Coke Zero, scrolling on my phone, like I mentioned, or for me, where I run my own business from home, overworking is a big one. I feel like scrolling our phone is actually a big one. A lot of us don't think of when we're avoiding the feeling of what's coming tomorrow. Buffering that time away instead of actually enjoying the weekend or feeling what we meant to feel that is avoiding our emotions, but we've all probably done this at one point or another. So think about ways you've done all three of these resisting emotions, meaning that you're kind of adding more pressure on it. You're trying to close the door on the feeling and like, no, I don't want to feel this instead of just allowing it to come. Reacting is anything where somebody could see you have the emotion that is reacting to it. And avoiding is you're doing something else, usually with food, drink, working, or scrolling, doom scrolling. 
Okay. If you do any of those things, we're not truly feeling our emotions. So when you are allowing it, you won't resist it. You won't try to push it away. You won't even be wishing it wasn't there. Um, You won't have a large external reaction to it. You won't grab your phone or the nearest bar of chocolate or bottle of wine. You'll simply notice it and observe it. You can ask yourself, what does this feel like? Where is it in my body? Breathe it in. Try to explain it like you, you would to a kindergartner, what this feels like, what the sensations are in your body. Take a deep breath and accept how it feels. The fascinating thing is when you try this, instead of resisting, reacting, or avoiding to these Sunday scary emotions, you'll feel the dread or anxiety that those Sunday scaries are causing start to soften a little bit. They'll still be there. They won't feel as harmful as they felt before. They won't feel like where your brain is telling you danger, you know, like there's danger. It's like, no, there's not danger. I'm just feeling anxiety or I'm just feeling some dread, but I'm not in danger. I'm okay. And I promise you that if you try this, it will help. And this work is so important that we don't want to skip over it and just go on to changing it right away because then we don't know why. This is where the magic happens. And then from there, we can start working on making change if we want to. And if you're listening to this, my guess is that we want to. So I promise we're getting there. But this is where the work is to make more permanent change. So once you process that feeling of your Sunday scaries and maybe even identified some of those thoughts that you're having that are causing those feelings, that's what we want to do. And actually, if you haven't identified those thoughts yet, that's what we do right here. So the way we change our feeling of Sunday scaries to no longer being Sunday scaries, to just feeling like fine and enjoying the rest of your weekend. And then the next day you go to school and cool. Now it's time to go to school. You know, it's fine. Um, the way we do that is by changing our thoughts. So first we need to identify what thoughts are we having that are causing the anxiety, stress, or dread that you're feeling on Sundays. That's going to be different for everyone. And it's likely more than one thought. It's like, like I mentioned, our brain offers us a ton of different thoughts, but there might be some general like beliefs that you have around like work, around leisure, about expectations of what work should look like, what should be done, whether it's other people's expectations or your own expectations on yourself. So let's talk about these, each of these for a minute. So how do you think about work? Like when you think about like it's Sunday, you're going back to school the next day and you're feeling that feeling of dread or whatever. Why is it that you're feeling so bad about it? Are you not enjoying your job at all? Are you not finding any ways to take care of yourself during the work week? This is something I would look at and be like, okay, how do I feel about work and my job in general? That's something to really look at. And then leisure. So if the reason you're feeling so great on the weekend and then when it's ending because you're about to go to work, how do you feel about that? Like, what is it that you're doing to take care of yourself on the weekend that you're not doing during the week? And could there be a little bit more of a blend with like, oh, I'm still making time for that leisure during the week, right? Another thing might be other people's expectations. So you might be like worried like, oh no, I didn't do enough. And it might be some of the people who you're going to see the next day. So are there expectations that are the reason? Like, do you have a certain expectation of, oh, this is how much work I need to get done before the next week. I didn't get all these things done. Are your expectations that everything is already done and perfect before you go into the next week? It might be your own expectations that are kind of putting you in this situation. So when you think something like, oh, I should have done this, I should have done that, you can even ask yourself, says who or why? And that might help you kind of get to those root reasons, those root thoughts of why you're thinking these things that are causing these feelings. So thinking about each of these categories intentionally might help you uncover what your current thoughts and belief systems are around work, leisure, expectations of what it all should look like, and bring awareness to them that you didn't have before. From there, you might want to explore some new thoughts that you can try on and start to think. And it might even need to be like 
a thought where you kind of work yourself towards. Like maybe you want to think you're like, oh, it would be great if I could just think I'm so excited to go to school tomorrow, but maybe you're not there at all. Maybe you're never going to be there and that's okay. But what if you could think something more along the lines of, I am learning that I can have fun during the week too. So like even having that I am learning, something like that can make it a little bit more believable and easier to grab onto. You can even remind yourself of these new thoughts the next time you feel those Sunday scaries coming on. So when you feel that feeling, be like, oh, remember, I'm learning that I can enjoy myself during the week too. And that, that alone can kind of help redirect your brain. So we kind of talked about like the way you get rid of them is by changing your thoughts, but it's not that simple. First, we need to go in. We need to process the feeling. We need to figure out what's going on and why and what our bodies are telling us. But one thing to make it a little bit easier. Now, this might this section is probably a little bit more what you were expecting from this episode. We want to make it as easy on ourselves as possible to think consciously about this. So the way we do this is by doing whatever we feel good about to prepare ourselves to have a successful week. So whether that's like you finish your to-do list by the end of Friday and you make a new one for Monday and it's all ready. You don't even have to worry about it until you walk in the door on Monday. And you also have certain things ready so you can like get in and get started right away. You kind of set yourself up for success for the next week. Because oftentimes what we are worried about with the Sunday scaries is how behind we are. We're ruminating on all the things we need to do, whether that's lesson plans, copying, et cetera, or worried that we might forget something. And while we could manage our mind around all of that, it's a lot easier if we do things to make it easier to think the thoughts that are going to serve us. So Personally, I like to end my week on Fridays by completing all the essentials for the week and making sure that everything is ready for Monday. And my team and I, we do a weekly action plan. I have all the things that I need to do for a week in there. And then on Friday, I either check everything off. I'm like, yeah, this was complete. Or I move it to move to next week, move over to Monday, have a plan on which day it's going to be done. And then I do that with no shame. If I move over to the next week, it's like, it's fine. I'm going to do it next week. It's there. I have planned when it's going to happen. And that way I won't forget it. So I don't need to even stress about it until Monday. Um, this way you might be able to a little bit more easily put your mind at ease and redirect when you feel those Sunday scaries come on. You can identify that feeling of like, Ooh, what am I thinking right now? When you realize that thought, just get curious, no shame. Then remind your brain to be like, Hey, we don't need to worry about it right now. I've got it all down in my planner or my spreadsheet or my notebook. It's all ready to go. Let's enjoy our Sunday. So kind of give your brain a little pep talk there. I also though, usually, like I said, I kind of plan that, but then during the weekend, things do come up like, oh, I forgot to add this. I forgot to add that. So I just keep a quick note in my iPhone. So if I think of something I forgot, I quickly jot it down in there and let it go. Then I don't need to keep like ruminating, but make sure to remember, make sure to remember, or oh no, oh no, like feeling those feelings of dread. Then I quickly jot it in there and then let it all go instead of ruminating about it or worrying. Also another thing, and this is something that I pulled from Chrissy's podcast, Chrissy Nichols at Teacher Talk is her podcast. It's Teacher Talk with Chrissy Nichols is what it's called. Sorry, that was like a mouthful. I like repeated myself a few times. I'm very good at that. But she had a quick episode about the Sunday scaries and her episodes are so quick and short. I think it was like a seven minute podcast, but she talked about um, having a fun Monday tradition for herself. So she and one of her colleagues would get together for breakfast or coffee every week on Monday and it gave them something to look forward to on Monday. And for me, 
what I would do is I would usually pick an engaging audiobook or podcast that I only get to listen to when I drive to and from work. So on the weekend, I might be like, oh, I want to listen to that book. I want to find out what happens. But it's like, nope, I don't get to do that right now because I'm not driving to or from school or I'm not driving to and from work or wherever. So then you have something to look forward to during the week. So you like, oh, well, guess what? This means I get to start listening to that book again. You can feel like you have that joy or leisure in your life during the week as well. That can help you think different thoughts about the week to come because you have some other things to look forward to. Like there are great things about the weekend. We want to continue loving the weekend. Like that's great that, you know, there's something good that we're worried about it being over. But what if the week could be just as great, just in different ways? Okay, so let's recap all of that. So first, what are the Sunday scaries? They are a feeling of anxiety and dread that we have when we think about the work we have to do at the end of the weekend. It often keeps us from enjoying our weekend, but we know, we learned today that it is a feeling that is caused by our thoughts and that we can consciously change this when we are ready. Two, how to get rid of them. Like we said, when we are ready, it is not the first step. First, we want to identify what we're feeling, what we're thinking, and why it's happening to build awareness. This is the key. Recognizing that negative emotion is part of the human experience and it's totally normal for you to be feeling this. Then taking some ownership on how you can make a change if you want to in the next step. Next, how to calm them, changing the way that we think. Once we've identified what we're thinking, what we're feeling, and why, we can consciously make changes that we need to think different thoughts and have different general attitudes and beliefs about work and leisure so we can find a way to enjoy our life all the time and not just on the weekends. And number four is making it easier on yourself to make these changes, like make these changes in your thoughts because it's going to be really hard to believe if you just keep burning yourself out and burning the candle at both ends all week long. So make it easier to enjoy the week by having something to look forward to on Mondays and finding ways for self-care all throughout the week, such as having a coffee date on Mondays or having a specific audiobook that you listen to and from school and make sure that everything is as prepared as possible ahead of time so you can set yourself up for success in the new week. Doing these things that can help you feel ready to go for Monday and have things to look forward to makes it easier to shift your thoughts around Monday morning and not feel quite as anxious on Sunday night when it rolls around each week. So if you learned a lot from this and you kind of want a little bit more support, you want to learn how to apply this coaching to your life, be sure to sign up for our free self-coaching guide for teachers in the show notes. So if you want to learn more about the model and these coaching tools that I shared in today's episode, and if you love the idea of working with me one-on-one, stay tuned for my packages that will be opening up soon or request an invite to join us in the club. In March, I'll start taking a group call or two each month. In addition to the calls with our coach, Chrissy, you're just going to get even more coaching. So I will talk to you next week when I'll be talking all about the seven myths about emergency subplans. We've been helping teachers with their subplans for over eight years now, and I've heard probably every reason under the sun why teachers can't do their subplans. And I am going to be busting some myths because there are a lot of them. I'm really excited for this episode because I, I feel like I'm kind of doing a little episode of myth busters over here. But until then, if you found today's episode helpful, I have just one request for you. Can you please share this episode with one or two teacher friends who you think would benefit from knowing these tools in coaching. This podcast is free and it's a way for them to get support and learn about how they can make their lives better. And it would mean the world to me. 
the reason I did my certification and everything is so I can help as many teachers as possible learn and apply all of this to their life and grow this podcast so that we can help teachers for free everywhere. I will talk to you next week. If you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you're ready to take the next step with me, then you are going to love Wife Teacher Mommy Club. Our top selling resources for pre-K through sixth grades have been used and loved by tens of thousands of teachers. And the club gives you one-click access to all of them to meet the needs of every child you teach while saving tons of time. Plus, you'll have our certified life coach in your back pocket with several monthly workshops and an Ask a Coach portal you can use 24-7. The combo of resources and coaching is our secret sauce to your best teacher life. Think of my team and I as your personal team, doing the lesson planning for you and on the sidelines coaching you and cheering you on as you focus on what you do best, impacting the children you teach. Plus, if you're loving this podcast, You'll also have access to our private podcast, Just for Members, where I continue the conversation with all of our guests with members-only bonus episodes. And don't forget the club with VIP access to Educate and Rejuvenate, our summer conference, and our private Facebook community full of like-minded educators supporting each other. You do so much for everyone else, so it's time to invest in yourself. Your teacher friends, Joss, will drop when they see just how quickly you finish your planning. Not to mention the glow of the happier, more fulfilled you. Head on over to wifeteachermommyclub.com to learn more.